I think for me, it's just been a really great book. Like I always refer to it almost as like my Bible, which sounds like not, you know, in a religious way, but more uh. than that. <laughs> It's like, it's something that I can like, just kind of go to in the moment. So just for example, um, last couple of weeks, I was just feeling a lot of like heaviness with like, you know, sadness and shame showing up for me. And there's just a lot of different things that were going on for me at the time. And so sometimes like in that moment, like you might not always have, you know, someone to like reach out to, or, you know, you kind of feel like you don't know really like where to even start with like untangling everything that's showing up for you. So I think for me in that moment, when I had the book, it was like, oh, you know what? This is showing up for me. Maybe let me go to that chapter that talks about shame, that talks about sadness and kind of have it walk me through. I think that's what I would say about the book. It's just a very clear, easy to understand, like practical, like guide that could just help you in your day-to-day life. Welcome to the Mighty Emotions Podcast. I'm your host, Giselle. I'm a certified emotions coach, and I teach you how to respond better to your emotions so you can feel better in your life. My mission is to show you how to work with your emotions to become more emotionally resilient. Your emotions are not designed to overpower you. They're designed to empower you. On this podcast, I share what our emotions are, how to understand them and work with them, and the tools you need to reclaim your power and get unstuck from emotional pain so you can find fulfillment in your life again. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mighty Emotions podcast. I am your host, Giselle. I am an emotions management mentor. I am the author of Outrunning Your Emotions, which has been released this summer. Uh, And I actually have a fun guest today. Very, very grateful and excited that a reader of my book is here to talk to you about what that experience has been like, how, you know, she has found the book, how she has used the book, how she continues to use it. And I was chatting with her about it offline, obviously, and I was just so happy that the way she described it is exactly the way I was hoping that people would use it. And so that just made me so happy. (laughs) And I hope that from listening to this episode, you can understand what you could get out of it or how you could use it and apply it in your life and, and that it might help you make a decision about whether or not you want to read it. So welcome to the podcast, Kabibi. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Of course, I am so delighted that you are here. And I just want to open this up by maybe you sharing with the listeners kind of what made you interested in the book in the first place? Like what drew you to the book? Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think for me, what drew me to the book is just like my own experience with like, I think a lot of people can relate to this, you know, having feelings of like, whether it's like anxiety or sadness or just different things that you're going through in life. And I think sometimes like not really knowing like where to turn to or to like, you know, how you can actually get relief from what you're feeling. And so I think for me, a big part of it has just been like trying to see like, how can I um, just like take care of myself and like, you know, work on healing myself, but like in a way that just feels more like easy for me because sometimes too when I'm online I see a lot of information but instead of it being helpful it's just very overwhelming so I think that's kind of like you know where I kind of started with like seeing okay where can I find information that would actually help me um, and be very clear to in the process oh amazing and yeah I love that you said that you wanted it to be clear and that a lot of the information online can be overwhelming because I think we overcomplicate healing in general 
you know like we make it this thing this is a grand thing i need to heal my whole life and it's like sometimes you just didn't get the life skills that are actually quite simple that are foundational to help you through everything which is why i wrote the book because i wanted like this one kind of resource guide so I'm so happy to hear that. And let's get straight into your review. <laughs> Give the readers, and me actually, I, I'm really curious to hear because I haven't fully heard a review from you, but like, what would your kind of review be of Outrunning Your Emotions? Yeah, I think for me, it's just been a really great book. Like I always refer to it almost as like my Bible, which sounds like not, you know, in a religious way, but more uh, than that. <laughs> It's like, it's something that I can like, just kind of go to in the moment. So just for example, um, last couple of weeks, I was just feeling a lot of like heaviness with like, you know, sadness and shame showing up for me. And it was just a lot of different things that were going on for me at the time. And so sometimes like in that moment, like you might not always have, you know, someone to like reach out to, or, you know, you kind of feel like you don't know really like where to even start with like untangling everything that's showing up for you. So I think for me in that moment, when I had the book, it was like, oh, you know what? This is showing up for me. Maybe let me go to that chapter that talks about shame, that talks about sadness and kind of have it walk me through. And I think for me being able to like, you know, open the book, go to that chapter and then being able to just walk through like all the steps very clearly into like, okay, I need to do this, this and that. And then also having an example too of someone, you know, a character who's going through those same, you know, emotions and kind of like what's showing up for them and how they go through that process. I think for me has been the most helpful. So I would say for me, like in terms of review of the book, it's something that I would say it's been very helpful and just being able to break down those like, you know, actionable steps that you need to take in order to be able to, you know, go through the process of feeling your emotions, of processing what you're going through. And I would say not only that too, but just having something that's very clear and not, I think a lot of books sometimes tend to be filled with like a lot of like, you know, um, like bigger situations or just kind of like, a lot of information where you're like, okay, I understand that I'm feeling this and that, but I don't really know what to do after that. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, myself included, with like, okay, I, I know sadness is coming up for me, but you know, what do I do about it? Like, how do I, you know, really like take some, you know, steps to actually solve that? And so I think with the book, it really just makes it very clear and makes it like, you know, clear language for you to understand. And to be able to kind of see like, oh, you know what, like, I need to do this. And then I need to do that. And then, you know, also just like walking you through like, you know, those actual tools you can do, whether it's like, okay, to feel it, you know, what can you actually do? So like, what are maybe like somatic practices that you can do to help you, you know, get the energy moving through your body and then the processing. And so I think for me, it's just been how it's just been very clear for me. And I think that's what I would say about the book. It's just a very clear, easy to understand, like practical, like guide that could just help you in your day to day life. Thank you. And that I'm so glad I have so many questions from that. But just the fact that you have really found it to be clear and practical. And I 100% agree that there's so many great books out there, but they don't give you the action to take. And that's where we get stuck. It's like, okay, I know I feel sad. And I know, you know, sadness is this and that. And it's okay to feel sad. But like, I don't want to keep feeling sad. What do I do? And, you know, to actually, that's why I created the Mighty Emotions Method, because I realized in my own life that there needed to be a process. Like people are always saying, trust the process. Well, I, I don't know what the process is, so how can I trust it? Like, you know, so I wanted to give people the method, the process, step one, step two, step three, step four, and make it really simple and easy to take action on. So when you were kind of, like you said, going through difficulties and using this book kind of to anchor you, which is how I really wrote it. Did you find a transformation in how you were feeling? Like, 
before you picked it up versus after you read through it and took some of the steps? Uh, yes, I would say definitely. I feel like before, like, and I think maybe I speak for a lot of people when I say that, like, early on in my journey, it was very much like me trying to just like get relief. So I thought in my head that if I just, you know, work out every day, I meditate, I journal, like, I'm going to feel better. And so for a long time, I was just kind of doing the same things like, okay, I'm going to have this really strict schedule with myself. And it's going to involve all those different things. And if I just do that, then I'm going to feel better. But then I could never, I never actually truly felt better. Like I still felt like anxiety. I still felt, you know, different emotions showing up. And I was confused as to like, okay, why are those still here? Like I'm doing, you know, everything by the books. Like I'm literally like, very like, you know, rigid with my, you know, routine and it still wasn't working. And I feel like over time, like it just kind of like took a lot of learning with like, okay, this is how emotions work. So I feel like for me, when I picked up the book, it was more like, it really broke down like, oh, okay, you know what? I might not need to do like a rigid like workout routine every single day to feel better or, you know, journaling. Like these things are really great and they're tools like anything else. But I think what I understood from the book was that I needed to actually process what I was feeling and that when emotions for me were showing up, they were often just like a signal to tell me that, oh, you know what, there's a need that isn't being met. And first, you also need to just, you know, be with that feeling, be with the emotion, you know, you need to process that feeling in your body. And it's really nothing to be like, once you let your body know that you're safe in feeling that, then you can then move towards like, okay, like now let me try to see, you know, ask myself questions like, why is this showing up? So for me, I think when I picked up that book and started to kind of go through the steps of like, okay, I'm feeling, you know, shame, for example, showing up. And then like going through step one, two, three, four to kind of see, you know, why it was coming up for me and also letting it also just, you know, how does it feel in my body? Once I did all of that, it really felt like something was like lifted in a way where it's like I felt like a relief because it was like I was actually be able, like able to address what was showing up for me. So like, oh, I need maybe more connection or maybe in that mm. moment I need more support. And I think that was more transformative because it didn't require me to maybe have to do a workout and then call it a day. It was more like, oh, let me actually see why this is showing up and then take the steps to actually, you know, work on that. And I think that has had more like lasting impact for me in my life than like anything else I've ever done before. So, yeah. Oh, that makes me so, because you know why it makes me so happy? Because this is what happened to me when I discovered this. And I was like, this is why I created Mighty Emotions. I was like, people need this. Like people need to know that you're not, it's not about fixing yourself and doing all these things to never feel bad. You're going to have these emotions come up, right? But mm -hmm. it's like when they come up, how do I respond to them? How do I let my body know that it's safe, right? Like, how do I get back to that space of being grounded within myself so that I can actually clearly understand, okay, what do I need to do to take care of myself? And when we're in survival mode all the time, we don't know that. And we think that we can go from survival mode to clarity, or we can go from survival mode to being okay, just by, like you said, journaling or meditating or whatever the case may be. And sometimes those things can help us cope when we need to cope. But eventually, yeah, we do need to do the work of actually understanding, you know, what shame feels like in our body so that we can recognize it and we can be familiar with it. And would you say that reading the book and using the book as like a resource, like you said, I love that you just like go to the chapter. That's what I want you to do if you're listening to this. Just go to the chapter on the emotion that you're struggling with because I really wrote it in a way to kind of move you through it. But have you found that overall your relationship with your emotions has shifted or how you see them or or just other people's emotions even we're going to talk about that in a little bit but like how you how you deal with other people's like how comfortable or uncomfortable you feel have you found a shift there 
Yeah, I would say that now I think emotions, they're not as scary as they used to be. I think before, if anything, I was more about like, you know, just like numbing them or not really aware, like why something was showing up for me. So I could feel, for example, you know, like a lot of like sadness, but I wouldn't really know why I was feeling it. It was just like, okay, it's showing up for me right now, but I just need to kind of push through or it would just kind of feel scary. So I would maybe like numb or like distract myself a lot or just kind of do things that just weren't really helpful for me. And I feel like now it's like, they're not as scary because I think now when they do come, I know that I can be with them. And even if it feels, you know, uncomfortable or doesn't feel, you know, obviously like pleasant, it's still like, I know that I'm going to survive the experience. So if I'm feeling very, like very sad for a particular reason, I know that I can be with that sadness. I can feel like the heaviness of it. I can feel how it feels in my body. And I know that I need to do that in order to kind of move through, but it doesn't feel as maybe scary as it once did, because I know that once I kind of get through that process, I know that on the other side is kind of like, you know, there's more to kind of do, you know, be solved. So I know that, oh, it's coming up for a certain reason. And I think once I kind of sit with it and then let that move through my body, then I can kind of work on trying to see, you know, what is it that's not being met? So I think it's less, it's definitely less scary for me than it was in the past. Yes. Oh my God. That makes me so happy because that is really the ongoing journey of getting to be friend our emotions and through doing that, we're really befriending ourselves, right? Because the emotions, they're not us, they're not my identity, but they're a part of me. And when we're always turning them away, we're really missing out on this opportunity to grow as people. So that's why I wanted the book to be a resource in a way, because it's not like you read it and then it's like, oh, great, I'm done. I know how to handle my emotions. It's more so like, okay, when it's showing up, I get better and better and better at responding to it and sitting with it and dealing with it. So I love that you shared all of that. I wanted to kind of touch upon part three of the book, which is about needs. And you've mentioned that frequently that, you know, you're realizing more and more that the emotions are showing up because there's a need that isn't being met. And I just wanted to know before reading the book, did you really understand your needs in this way? And has the book kind of helped you to practice better self-care in a way? Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. I would say that, yeah, I think before that, when like, say emotions were showing up, sometimes it was easy for me to maybe also put the blame on someone else. So if I felt very angry, it would be, well, you know, this person is doing this and it makes me angry. Or if I felt anxious, it could be that, you know, maybe there's always somebody else to kind of like blame and like, you know, I'm kind of like powerless and it's all on that person. So a lot of it felt kind of like, you know, I'm feeling this thing, but it's like, I can't really do anything about it. It's all on maybe somebody else to kind of like, if they can like can help me feel better, then I'll be okay. Or if they can do this, then I'll be okay. And I feel like it wasn't, it wasn't always helpful because obviously, as we know, like you can't, you know, we can't control other people. And sometimes when we feel things, it's something that it's coming up for us. So I think like once I read the book, I was able to understand more about like, what our different needs are. And so for example, if I felt very angry, um, let's say that like I had a coworker who was doing something and it made me really angry, it was a good way for me to check in on maybe like my boundaries. Like was I maybe, you know, am I setting the boundaries that I need? Am I, you know, communicating, you know, what I need from that coworker, things like that. And so I think once I was able to say from that way, it really helped me to see that like whenever things do come up, there's like a certain need. So even for example, sometimes when I feel very sad, 
I might, you know, if I really do some more digging, I might see that, oh, you know what, maybe I haven't really been prioritizing, you know, connection, maybe whether it's connection to, you know, nature, maybe it's doing something that I really like doing with other people, maybe it's connecting to myself, but I know that when that comes up, I kind of can pinpoint into like, okay, you know what, this is a need that's not being met. And oftentimes when I do kind of fulfill that need, I notice that I feel lighter because I'm actually paying attention to what's like showing up for me. And so not really putting it on maybe somebody else or oh, it's that person's fault, but it's more like, okay, like what can I do to like meet my need? And then I think that's been the most helpful. Oh my gosh, so empowering. It makes me so, so happy. I Literally, <laughs> you can't see my face, but I'm grinning from <laughs> ear to ear because it's like, this is exactly the effect that I wanted the book to have. And I wanted people to take better care of themselves by understanding like your emotions are signs that you need care. Like it's not a sign that something's wrong with you or you're broken or you have to fix yourself. Because I think, you know, a lot of times we do all the self-care, self-help things because we, we're trying to fix ourselves or fix what's broken and not so much with the intention of like nurturing ourselves. So I think that was a big a big reason that I structured the book in this way because I wanted to help people understand like how to nurture themselves truly. And so I'm so glad it had that effect for you. Um, I also wanted to touch upon briefly how you've used this book, not just for yourself, but when we were speaking, you were talking about how you turn to it as a resource to help support your partner, not necessarily being like, read this, you know, like shoving it in his face. But like, when he was coming to you with emotions that he was struggling with, you shared with me kind of how you turn to the book to help him with that. So can you share more about that for the listeners? Of course, yes. So I think with me and my partner, sometimes like, um, you know, sometimes like when you're in a relationship, it's easy to want to maybe just kind of like throw all the advice at, you know, the other person, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, do this and do that. So it's often, and I think also naturally for me, I can, you know, often like even with the work that I do, um, it's like easy to just kind of want to just list all the advice. And if you just do this and things will change, but I know that it's not, you know, how things work. And sometimes people need to, you know, be able to kind of like, um, it's like that answer is like within them. And so I think when my partner, um, he was just going through like a moment where like things just kind of felt heavy, where he just felt like it was the same, you know, maybe routine day in, day out, um, like, you know, go to work, do this. And so he just kind of mentioned a bit of a heaviness. And so I remember at that moment, I thought, okay, maybe let me, like, I didn't maybe have as much capacity in me to like support him, but I'm like, maybe I can use the book because the book has helped me a lot. So maybe if I can, you know, find questions, I could help him and kind of see what he's going through. And so I think like, I was able to ask him, like, once he was able to go through that heaviness and just kind of process that, you know, feeling in in his body, I think then he was more in a clear space to be able to kind of like be more receptive. And so I just asked him questions from the book that was more like, okay, well, you know, have you done anything for yourself in a while? you know, what are your hobbies? You know, what are things you like to do? And I think just asking him those questions really made him think about the fact that maybe he hadn't been prioritizing just his need for like freedom and his need for connection. And I think like a lot of the heaviness he felt was just around that, around the fact that, you know, there was things that he liked to do, but that he maybe wanted to prioritize more, or there were things that, you know, he felt that maybe he was boxed in, but once he realized that, oh, I can set this time aside for an activity or I can do this. And that's actually going to make me feel, you know, good because I'm prioritizing something that I like. And so I think just by asking him those questions through the book, and that was too like a moment where 
you know, again, my capacity was very low at the moment because I was, you know, maybe going through my own stuff. So being able to just even open that book and then find those questions, I feel like it helped him a lot because then I think after that, he, you know, he was telling me, oh, I signed up for this thing and, you know, I signed up for hockey again or I went to this, you know, convention. And I think it really like you could kind of see him like light up. And I think for me, that was just like, you know, it was just, again, proof that the book, even just a book and being able to ask him questions around that helped a lot. And and he's not a big reader, so he's not someone who might necessarily read. But I think for me to be able to just open that up for him and be like, okay, like I'm going to ask you questions and kind of see how this goes. I think I could see, you know, that change kind of like happen in him. And it was just like transformative to see. It's one thing to see it in myself when I go through the process, but mm-hmm. to see it in someone else and to really see that, oh, wow, like this, like this actually really helped you. And like, yeah, it's just really great. Oh my God, that makes me so, again, this whole conversation is just filling my heart so much. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you're willing to come on and share your experience with the reader. And I really wanted to touch on this piece because I loved how you talked about not having the emotional capacity necessarily in that moment, but being able to lean on this resource that I've created to support someone else as well. And the fact that sometimes we just need to be asked the right questions. Like sometimes we just need someone who is going to approach us from a way of not trying to fix us, but trying to help us understand what's happening to us, like what we're going, like what's why this is showing up, why this is coming up. And so I, I hope that through reading the book, you found that it's not me necessarily trying to fix you, but it's more so me trying to support you in supporting yourself. Is that accurate to say? Yeah, I would say, yeah, 100%. No, I think it's definitely accurate in the sense that like, I think the book is like, for me, it's just very supportive because it doesn't tell you like, oh, well, do this and your life will change or do that. It's more like, you know, it gives you kind of like tools that you can use in your own life. And I think that's what I like about it too, is for example, like, even when it comes like different chapters, like, for example, maybe like anger, there might be different ways that you can actually, you know, work with that anger in your body. So whether it's like, you know, you're going for a run, whether you're, you know, like punching against a wall, like anything that it's like, there's different tools. So it's almost like it's very catered to like, you know, as like every individual person, you know, works differently. So it's like, you can find something in the book that is like, okay, you know what, let me try this. If this doesn't work, maybe let me try that. So there's different, like different examples. And so I like that part of it too, because sometimes, you know, what works for one person might not work Mm -hmm. for the other. So for me being able to like open the book and then if I'm going through an emotion and I'm like, I'm trying to find different ways to maybe let it process through my body. I know that, oh, I can try this. So for example, I recently tried humming and that has been like amazing with certain emotions. And I had never tried that before, but just to even be provided with that example, that tool that I can use, but then somebody else maybe might try something else that might work better for them. So I think for me, it's just been, yeah, it's like a very good guide that you can have that again, doesn't tell you what to do per se. It just kind of guides you into the right way of like, you know, working through what's coming up for you and also just giving you that example to at each chapter of someone who's going through a similar emotion and then what they do to kind of like, you know, work through that. So I think it's been really oh, helpful. Thank you. And absolutely, you know, what we're, I love that you said that what works for one person may not work for another person. So that's why this method is not like, do this, do this. It's more so here are some things you can do at this 
phase because it is a phase that we go through, right? There's the phase of noticing and acknowledging and getting honest with ourselves and how that looks for me might be different for how it looks for you, but it's still an important step in the process or, you know, honoring it and processing it in your body. Sometimes humming works really well for me. Sometimes I need to do something else, right? Because each emotion has a different chemical reaction in our body, in our nervous system. So there's different ways of moving the energy, but it's also important that we do move it, right? Energy needs to be moved. And then the clarity piece, you know, what connection looks like for you is going to look different than what it's going to look like for me based on where we're at or what we need. But it's still important to remember that overall connection is an important need. So I'm so, so glad that you came on, Kavivi. Thank you so much. I hope that the listeners can really uh, identify and relate with everything that we've talked about, but understand more how this book can be used and how it can be supportive and helpful. Like it's not just another self-help book. I hope it's actually like a resource and a guide and to, to hear your experience and how you've used it to support your partner has made my day. It's made my life. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and yeah, anyone who's interested in grabbing a copy, you can go to mightyemotions.com slash book. It's available in Canada, the U.S. It's available worldwide and you can get your copy. Uh, there is no audiobook, sorry guys, but I do have this podcast so you can tune in each week for episodes of the Mighty Emotions podcast or connect with me on Instagram at mighty underscore emotions. And I'm more than happy to support you in that. And yeah, just keep showing up for yourself. Keep being gentle with yourself. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much, Kavivi. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would mean so much if you could subscribe, leave a review, share with your friends and family, and let me know what you think by going to my Instagram at mighty underscore emotions and connecting with me and letting me know what you loved about today's episode. It really means a lot that you support this podcast and I love coming to you each week with a new episode. So be sure to subscribe, let me know what you think and take care of yourself.